0: Turn our Bible, please, to Genesis chapter 20. Genesis chapter 20. We often say if we have written the Bible, there's some places we would not not written, but that's one of them. And uh, it's about faith and fear, as we shall see. In this book there on EM uh, Bound, on prayer, The uh, the necessity of prayer. He says this doubt and fears are the twin foes of faith. Doubt and fear. And we all experience that. The reason we are praying is is because we have faith. Because if we don't have faith, it's no use praying, as the Bible says in James. So here we have Abraham, and I have a little title for this little meditation. It's called, When My Thinking Overrule, God Promises. When My Thinking Overrule, God Promises. We know God had made a lot of promise and our brother spoke about what God did for Abraham not long ago when he talked about lots and how Abraham went with 300 men and God is... uh, a lot out of, uh, of troubles and uh, God has made confident with Abraham God promises uh, promise many promises to Abraham also and we know that Abraham was a man of faith but with all what God did for Abraham he's still a man and we are still a man and my encouragement for each one of us is that Yes, we have failure, but as our brother said, we won't give up, but also God won't give up on us. God will never give up on you. What an encouragement. And we make a lot of mistakes, and the older we get, we see we have made many. But God never give up, and that's a wonderful thing because he is called what? Faithful. So just a a few things that I would like to look about Abraham and why did he fail. And that's where we fail. And we have to be careful because 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12 tell us just before those verses of all the failure of the people and the dangers that said, well, you know, they did it pretty bad. Well, I didn't do that. Well, I'm sorry. We've all done many things. And then he says this, wherefore, let him that thinketh, he standeth, take heed, lest he fall. You know what I say often to myself? <laughs> you know, one way not to fall too high is to keep on our knees. So let not think we stand, but let us stay on our knees. So this way, when we fall, we don't fall that high, and it's easier to go back on our knees. So let's keep on our knees. and. Uh, we're not here to make a judgment upon Abraham, but to learn from what happened to him. And also above all things, the grace of God. And if we are able to pray again today, it's because of the grace of God. I am and you are what you are, but the grace of God only. So so we see Abraham is going to Gerar there, and then this what verse two we read. And Abraham said to Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. She must have been a pretty looking, good, look, good looking woman, even at her age. <laughs> but he took her. And uh, you know what happened? God appeared to him and quite strongly. Eh? And uh, he says, three. but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night. And said to him, Behold thy heart but a, what? a dead man, <laughs> for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. And then Abimelech says, and look what he says in verse three, verse 4. And Abimelech had not uh, come near her. And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Almost sound like Abraham's prayer when he prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah. So. That's not my point, but I just want to say here that God came to the rescue of his own faithful servant and God will come to our rescue, even in our own faithfulness. It's not to say, well, even if I am faithful, it's no problem. No, we want to honor God, but we fail, but God never fail. So we know what is the situation and then After that dream that he had, he called up Abraham. And uh, verse 9, it says this. And Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee that thou hast brought on me and on my kingdom? Great sin that thou hast done deed unto me that ought not to be done. And uh, now we have in verse 11 the answer. Why did Abraham this for a second time? We did it in Egypt. Now he's doing it again. Why is he doing that? And Abraham said, verse 11, and that's where I just want to, us to remember those three words. But I thought. But I thought. Surely the fear of God is not in this place. And they will slay me for my wife's sake. When our thinking overrule God's promises. Well, Abraham knew about all the promises of God. He knew them. He experienced them. But he forgot. Why? Fear. Fear make us forget all God's promises unto us. And fear, how could he manage fear? Well, his thinking says, well, you know. They're going to kill me. So uh, uh, lying is not that bad anyway. So because of his thinking. And so if I ask the question, why did this happen? Because he removed his eye from God. He didn't look at the Lord. He didn't build an altar to say, well, I'm going to seek God's face there. He didn't no? Fear make us look at our surroundings. Uh, and, and, and it's dangerous. Uh, when we look at Peter, when he got out of the, way, uh, of the boat to walk, the Lord says, "Come and and drown. <laughs> no, come and come and walk to me." So, but he remove his eyes from the Lord and fear over, overrule, and he start to sink. Fear overrules faith. As I said, it's our enemy. Fear, it's fear of faith. But if I have faith, fear is driven away. But if I let fear in my life, then faith is just getting weaker and weaker. So my lesson is this, is that he had taught. And again, fear will overtake us. Even if we had great experience with God, we will soon all, it's all gone. But God is not finished with us. And that's the, the interesting thing. My thinking is not right. But it doesn't change God's faithfulness toward us. So uh, God did come to his rescue. And I, I, I'm amazed in verse 7. It says, now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. And he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And then we read in verse 17. So Abraham prayed unto God. I'm sure that before he started to pray for Abimelech, he had not made a confession of what he did. He had done wrong. He knew it. He had done wrong. Well, it was half alive, but he had done wrong. But God still used him. Have I done wrong things today? It's only 12 o'clock today. But I know I've done wrong. Yesterday. No. But is it because of that. That I won't pray? No. I will pray. Why? Because God is a God of grace. And God is always ready to forgive. And use us. He used Abraham. To pray for Abimelech. And the Lord what has happened. And God healed Abimelech. Verse 17. And his wife and his servant, And they bear children. For the Lord had fast clothes up all the wounds of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. God heard his prayer and God will hear our prayer. But the danger for each one of us, let's not think. I remember in closing a little uh, example of that. I knew uh, a Christian man. He was quite a strong man and one time he he picked up uh, each hitchhiker. And it was quite a, woof, a real, <laughs> not a giant, but a, quite a husky man. And he said, well, I, I, I don't think I'll witness to him because he got to hit me probably with his hand and all that. And you know what happened? When he started to talk about the Lord to him, he started to cry. That big guy started to cry. And he heard the gospel. So let's stop. Let's stop imagining things. No. Oh, no. Those people won't listen. Those people. No. Let us go to the promises of God and he will have all the glory. Amen.